I make mistakes every single day. So it's not that I'm making the right decisions. I'm, I'm just learning constantly from what I'm doing, that there's a better way. There's another way. There's a different way. Yo, what's going on, gang? Hopping into the podcast early. I just want to say thank you so much for tapping into the show. I appreciate each and every one of you for showing love and support. And as always, you know, I got to bring on a special guest. And today I sit down with the CEO of Sovereign Brands, my guy, Brett Bearish, who is responsible for creating some of the world's greatest cognacs and wines. I'm talking about Ace of Spades, Doucet, and his latest, Luc Belair. And not only that, we talk about it all in this interview pretty much. I mean, we talk about his upbringing, the challenges he had to face, uh, him hopping into the beverage industry and taking it over. Uh, You know, his dad not really approving, but him sticking to it and following his passion at the age of 30. He created this brand at the age of 30, ladies and gentlemen, which is insane. And listen, and not only that, he tells us stories about him and Nipsey, what it means to pop your trunk. I mean, we get lit in this interview. We drinking rosé. We having a good time. It's just a good vibe. And so, look, make sure you grab your pens, grab your notepads, right? If you got some Luke Belair, if you got some Bumble, you got something like that, go ahead and grab you a nice little drink, pop it open, turn the volume up, and uh, let's do what we do best. Let's level up. Let's get it. Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Told her to level me up, told her to level me up, yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Told her to level me up, told her to level me up, yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I'm your host, DeAndre Evans, and look, I have a very special guest today. He is the CEO of Sovereign Brands, a family-owned international wine and spirits company based in New York. I mean, his portfolio is very broad as he sells over 100 different uh, items and products in various countries globally. I mean, you probably had his drinks at a party, you probably had his sipping at a conference, or like me, you might be, uh, you know, sipping on it at home. Uh, he's also responsible for creating Ace of Spades, Champagne, and Doucet, which is a lovely cognac. Uh, and his latest, actually, Luc Belair, which I'm sipping on right now, is one of the fastest growing French sparkling wines in the world. And he has so many products and cognacs and wines that I know a lot of you will love. So I'm super excited to bring him on. He also created Bunboo, which is a craft rum from Barbados, and McQueen, which is a small batch of gin from Brazil. And on top of that, yes, there's more. He also got Vion, which is revolutionized in the cognac category. He's been featured in Forbes, uh, Crane, Chicago, so many publications, been shouted out by Goldman Sachs as well. I have none other than my guy, Brett Barish. How are you? DeAndre, I, I gotta I gotta have you be my MC, like lead me into the audience. So I, I feel I'm jazzed right now. I feel Let's great. Thank you for that introduction. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Oh, the best for the best, right? <laughs> here's, here's my friend. Let's start here's, off right, all right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so with that being said, Brett, usually what I like to do to open up my podcast, since it's Wednesday, we'd like to do a little flashback just to give the audience a little bit more about you. So if you don't mind, I'll open up the floor and just tell us more about you. You know, young Brett coming up. How'd you become this big icon in the cognac and wine industry? Uh, well, there's so much story to it. Um, uh, I didn't start the business till my, in my 30s. So it wasn't something I jumped into that, 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 that I had the idea and I... I wish I would have been 19, 20 years old when I started, but I didn't, I lacked the confidence. I lacked a lot of things that I needed. And uh, 
I love the space. I love today. I'll take it today. I love the space. I love creating new brands. I want to create brands that are iconic. I want to create brands that are going to live for the next hundred years. And most importantly, I want to be, if I'm going to enter a category and I want to make, I can only launch a brand if I can, if I know what it tastes like is better than the competition. That's the end all because you can, you can create a great product, but if, if they don't like the way it tastes or it doesn't fit or the song isn't right, they're never going to come back again. You got to make sure it works the first time. So um, it's a space I love and it's a space I love talking about. Awesome. Awesome. I love to hear that. And I would love to dive in a little bit deeper because I know you say you started this journey at 30. And so as a young kid, like how was that, you know, transition uh, for you growing up? Were, was your mother and father in business? Did you yeah. just stumble upon this industry or... So, no, I, I'm, I'm the example of, you know, you see what your parents do and you want to emulate them. So my dad was in the liquor business at one company for 45 years, he spent his entire career there. Um, and what was, what's weird about that is as much as I love the industry, because that's all he talked about, you know, when he came home from dinner, came from business trips, you know, his gifts to us were alcohol products, you know, little memorabilia, keychains, uh, beer mats, anything. But he didn't want any of my brothers and I to be in this business because like any parent, you want your kids to do something easier. You know, he thought of this as a difficult task. And uh, I was this kid that I had a billion ideas. I, DeAndre, I had so many ideas of things I wanted to do in and outside the space. But my biggest problem was, and I see a lot of people like this, is you don't pick one. So you're always afraid, you know, if I choose this one, what happens to the other ones? Will I have any more ideas? You know, where do I go from here? And I just, I've had a couple moments in my life that mattered most. And this is one of them where I just finally said, screw it. I got to do this. I got to stop asking people what they think. Uh, and I shouldn't care. And I just, I picked this space. I've always loved this space. And I launched the company almost 22 years ago. Wow. Wow, that's amazing, man. Congratulations on that. And just to hear the fact that your mother and father were very supportive, you know, given the fact that they were already in the industry, you know, you kind of just took forth and took action and said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the role here. I'm going to take over. <laughs> I don't know if my dad was that supportive. Uh, <laughs> my mom was. Okay. My mom is, uh, if you ask me, if you ask me the question, you know, who's your, who do you look up to? Who's your inspiration? It's, it's her over any business person, because She's fearless. She's tenacious. She never gives up. Uh, and that's what you got to have. You, you got to have that mentality that I can do anything and I can make it happen. Um, because ha that's half the battle. That's half the battle is having confidence. The part I like to tell um, that is important to me for anybody who's trying to start a business, get in business, um, you look at someone like me, and I've had huge successful brands. You mentioned a bunch, Bel Air, is enormous today. It's it's in 80 countries. Bamboo is probably the number one premium rum, uh, rum in the world. Um, past brands, Ace and Doucet. But Jesus, it was not easy. And my first six, seven years was horrifying. Everything from, I was, I, I, I like to tell the story. I had my bank account swept by the IRS because I stopped paying taxes because it, it allowed me to put more money back in the business. I stopped paying my mortgage and I got foreclosed on because I put that money back in the business. Wow. Um, but the first six, seven years was, was not only, uh, it was just a wild time, but it's where I learned everything. So one of the things I just believe in wholeheartedly is it's, 
making mistakes is key. And the, but the key is realize you make them and pivot quickly. Um, I didn't do that early on, but I learned how to do that as I kept going. So uh, nothing's easy. This wasn't easy, but it's, but it's working now. How's that? Right. Absolutely. It's definitely working and it's looking good. It's looking good. It's tasting good. <laughs> Come on, you do something right, right? <laughs> I, I hope so. It's, it's the brand. It's the right, brand. Right. I love it. I love it. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit because you just mentioned something very important. I think a lot of people may have uh, skipped it or didn't catch it. Like you've been doing this for a while and you said during about six, seven years, it was a sh- kind of a challenge, right? To go through the process. So Let's let's go back to the first brand, if it is the first brand, Ace of Spades, right? Is that the first brand you created? It was not. Or was it? It was okay. not. It's a brand that doesn't exist today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I like, I, and I'm being, I, I'm not being cute when I say this. To me, it's my most successful brand because everything I learned from that experience mm-hmm. is what I've been implementing for the past 14 years. You know, 13, 14 years. Um, it, it's everything from. Uh, uh, it, it could be anything. It's, it's realizing I can't compete with Bacardi and Captain Morgan, Bacardi and Diageo and all the big players. Mm-hmm. I can't be like them. I got to choose my own lane and, and realize that's the audience I have. I have to, uh, I, I got to have patience. Patience is the hardest part when you're young, or I shouldn't say young. You want it all fast. You want it now. You want it to happen. Yeah. Um, I learned the hard way. I got to just have patience. I'll get there. Uh, it's going to take time, but eventually I'll get there. So it's little, you know, I got to make money. If I make money today, I can, I can, I can survive tomorrow. I can keep building and little things like that is all the things that that first brand taught me. Nice. Nice. I love to hear that, man. And to touch up on that a little further, because like, personally, I'm curious, you know, being in this industry, I love a nice cognac and wine, but you said you went through some challenges and trials and tribulations. Like, what was that mindset like to be like okay i'm not necessarily going to pay the tax here i'm just going to put it back into the business and how did you like constantly deal with that because i know some people are afraid you know the irs coming to get my money <laughs> you know yeah, I, I think that's where <laughs> well, i think that's where being naive being being all in being naive being you know i i believe in this um i remember uh you know, I, I, I interviewed, uh, if you know the, the artist Rhapsody, um, who I love, and Rhapsody was telling me a story, uh, and I would tell this story, you know, she'd say, Brad, if I, as long as I had this realization that um, as long as I had enough money to get to the studio, I'm happy. And I had that same moment where the, uh, I had investors, they wanted to wind up the company. I remember calling my mother and being like, this just, it's just horrifying. This sucks. They want to stop it. I want to keep going. Um, and she's like, Brad, I'll give you, you know, I'll sell all my rings for you. I'm like, no, no. But I remember telling her in that moment, you know what? I, I don't need money. I just want, I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And as long as I can survive, I feel good. And it's that, that type of realization that helped me where it's not about, I want to be number one. I want to be all these things. I want to have this. It wasn't about that. It was just let me just survive and I'll get there. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. Wow. And I hope everyone that's listening right now is paying attention because he said something major. He did it because he loved it. He was yes. passionate about it. He didn't do it for the dollar amount. He did it for, because he loved it. And I think a lot of people miss that, that part of the process and the formula when it comes to trying to figure out what to do and how to go after their dreams. You got to be passionate about what you do. 
So I appreciate you for sharing that. Definitely. I, I also think, I think patience, I think, you know, uh, mm. forget, you know, uh, my, my brands, if I use Bel Air as the example, it's, I think this is not your nine or 10. So, you know, it's still, that's a, it, some people would say it's a long time. I think it's a short time, but boy, it's been a, you know, it's been, it's been doing great for years, but maybe you're just learning about it, or maybe it, you're just realizing it, but your one and your two are good too. So you, you can have patience to get there, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. absolutely. And I actually live by three Ps and I call it passion, patience, and persistence. And mm -hmm. I feel like you embody those three too, when it comes to your brand and what you've been doing. The other thing I would say, which is a good example, is you mentioned to me before the, the, the podcast, you, you drink Bel Air Rosé, the black bottle. And to give you a perfect example, yeah, that bottle right there, you know, when I first, I was told, the one thing all my brands have in common is my industry told me, don't do it. It's not going to work. 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 Um, when, when I presented that black bottle to my distributors, they said, you're nuts. You put it, you're launching rosé. You shouldn't do that. You got to do a brute first because that's where you start. Um, you put rosé in a black bottle. You can't see the liquid. It's not going to work. You're, the, who you're competing against, you can't win against them. And the younger version of me in those that six, seven year period would have changed everything. Mm. Because I just assumed that everybody is smarter than me, that they're in the business longer than me. They know better. And I, I would have changed everything back in the day. And now, no, I got to trust my instincts. I got to trust the lane I'm in. Yeah. If anybody's going to screw it up, I want it to be me. I want, I want that responsibility. Right. And you can listen and maybe you take bits and pieces, may, but you got to hold to your instincts in your gut because this is why I'm in this. And what I find very interesting, especially someone like yourself, is that you got to continue to know how to balance that, right? Like you started with Ace of Spades and Doucet, and then you went to Luc Belair. So how was that transition for you? Was it easy as far as like learning how to do this type of thing? Was it challenging going from, you know, this big brand of Ace of Spades and then having to start over and do another brand, another company? Well, every brand is clearly, to me, it's like, I, I call them children. You got to micromanage them when they're young and you got to be in tune to them. And what are they good at? What are they not good at? My son in, in real life, my son is, is amazing at math and reading. He can't write or draw worth crap. My daughter is amazing artist, but she can't read or write worth crap. And what you do in that situation is you lean in on what they're good at. You know, you, you want them to excel what they're good at. And then you backfill. And I treat business the same way. Every brand is different. You got to learn. I, 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 it's, it's a silly thing to say, but I believe in this. When I, when I launch a new brand, I don't have a plan. I have a plan for what the brand is, like its identity and, and its US, you know, unique selling points and all that. But I don't know yet what I have until I put it out there. So um, they're all different. So you know, I'll learn as I go. And that's how it works for me. And then I'll start putting a plan together. Um, but they're all different and they're all, uh, you know, I'm, I'm digressing, but if I use Ace as an example, with Ace, we built that brand with traditional PR. And the traditional PR back then is magazines, newspapers, a little bit of blogs. We didn't have social media. Yeah. We had everybody in the world write about us. And then we started seeing social media and now we're pivoting whoa, social media is interesting. How do I leverage this? How do I take advantage of this? How do I use this medium? 
So Bel Air has been built in a different way. It's the same ideas, but you got to pivot constantly based on what the market's giving you. So that's what I think we're good at. And I think anybody can learn is, you know, it, it's like a, it's like a musician, be close to your fans, learn from your fans. Cause that's how you're going to figure out where to go. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I feel like a lot of the times when people do start brands, really like a lot of people don't really understand branding. And at least from my perspective, I feel like it's the promise that you make to your customer. Like it's the value that you bring forth, right? How can you solve their problems and how can you be a value to them? And I feel like a lot of people miss that because they want to just make some money or, you know, let, let me just put my product up and wave it around and get somebody to rep it. But I feel like if you're really trying to build something as, as far as like longevity wise, I feel like you really embody, you know, that process on how to do that. It's being in tune. You got to be in tune and close to the audience. So um, I don't know if you know the singer Russ. Yes. Um, and I, I interviewed Russ and Russ was telling me day one when he he'd put his music out on SoundCloud mm. and he'd see Jesus. I have fans in the state of Washington. Don't know why, <laughs> but I have fans there. And what did he do? He went to Washington and he started performing in basements and little concerts and started building his fan base there. And he saw that he had fans in the Middle East. Good. They thought he's Middle Eastern. And then he went there and built his fan base and built a following. And, and to me, that's genius. It's, it's learning. It's, it's realizing what your brand is good at and leveraging that. And you, then you build around it. And that's what we're, that to me is, that's what we're doing is we're, we're aware of who we're, we're aware of what's working and let's go at it. Um, and we'll backfill as we go. Got you. Got you. So tell me, how did you really go about pushing a brand out there and getting it to the hands of like, you know, Rick Ross and so many other celebrities and influencers? How did you go about that? It's, I, I have my own philosophy. I, I look at it like dating. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife is the example. The more I liked her, the less she liked me. If I'm chasing people, it's not going to work. If it's a transaction, it's not going to work. Everything I'm doing, I want it to be an organic relationship. You know, Ross heard about our brand from DJ Clue when he was, in, he was, and Ross tells this story all the time. He was in New York at a club, some Clue ordered bottles. He saw these black bottles coming out. He's like, what the hell is that? And he was supporting the brand a year before we met. And then we started talking and then we started uh, working together. And I consider him my, one of my closest friends now. Wayne, same thing with our rum. Like he loved it. He embraced it. And Wayne doesn't embrace anything. <laughs> like I can't force that stuff to happen. So everything to me is an organic relationship where I, I want a real relationship. I want to know that we're going to do something today, tomorrow, or in the next 10 years from now. And I want to help you. And if you can help me, great. Um, but it's not based on geez, look at this guy's stats and he's great. And, and look how many followers he has because everyone's famous today. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You definitely got to make those genuine connections nowadays. You're absolutely right. You know, and then you got to be careful who you choose to, you know, collaborate with uh, because everyone has their own agenda and you want to make sure that everything is in alignment with what you have. And I want people who don't mail it in. I want people who are, you know, bad shit happens. They're going to be there for you. Right. Um, you know, they're going to be supporting you. They're going to be, uh, they're excited. They live and breathe the space. They live and breathe the industry. They, they, they get the lifestyle. They get the cultural aspect. You know, I, I see this as, uh, there's a, a comedian, influencer, actress. She does everything. Her name is Pretty V. Yeah. I met her 
I, uh, we just clicked. I love her. I love her to death. We've been working together for a few years now. I, I support everything she does. You know, is that my audience? Doesn't matter. She is my audience because she loves what we're doing and I want to support her. So that's a real connection. That's what we try to do. Well, look, I'm, I'm interested. You know, I drink this all the time. <laughs> that's what it, Andrew, that's what it is. It's, yeah. that's how we find people. I, I, I was in, I was interviewed by DJ Nina, who's, uh, who's a D, uh, on-air DJ in Vegas. She uh -huh. loves our brands. Uh, she interviewed me. We get it on. She just went to Atlanta studio. She's shooting content with us. We're sending bottles on behalf. Like that's, we built a relationship now. Let's go. Let's go right. and have some fun with this. Absolutely. Let's turn up. Let's get it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So I do want to shift gears really quick because I am interested in knowing more about, you know, the process of everything. So you as a person, like, I can tell this right off the back, like I'm, I'm very intuitive. So I can tell when someone is genuine and passionate about things. And I would love to know your aspect and viewpoint on this. Like, how did you go about training yourself uh, to have the skills that you have when it comes to branding? Well, I, I, I think of myself as I'm the consumer. If I'm, if I'm in a category, I'm drinking the category. Mm. I'm drinking, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. I'm not, we don't have agencies working with us again. We're not, we're not picking lanes based on what's hot today. If anything, I'm fearful of gendering categories that are hot. I don't want to do that. Um, and it starts with drinking. I'm drinking. I'm learning about the category. I'm figuring out, you know, the taste profile I like, because I'm assuming if I like it, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the typical consumer. I'm the guy you want. Mm -hmm. um, and then we build around that. Can we make the product that we're looking for better? Can we find the right producers for us? Mm -hmm. And then when it comes to packaging and design, it's to me, and I've talked to enough of enough musicians where it's somewhat similar, you know, you, you have a you, you have a hook you like you hold on to it you got a beat you like you hold on to it you've got a story you want to tell you hold on to it and then you're putting it together you know it all kind of comes together and it's the same thing so there's elements that that I just appreciate or I like or we see that we want to hold on to and we'll mesh them together and it becomes the brand our gin McQueen in the Violet Fog I always imagine this old school rock and roll band yeah. You know, uh, Florence and the Machine. Uh, I, I imagine, you know, Steve McQueen. I, that's who I grew up loving. You know, he's he's cool. He's badass. Uh, Alexander McQueen fashion. Yeah. Um, uh, we ended up with McQueen in the Violet Fog. Uh, it's got an eye and a crown on it, which is this dope, almost Illuminati logo. There's a story of a rock band on the back of the bottle that, uh, of, of uh, 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 called McQueen in the Violet Fog. Yeah. I think we're the only brand in the whole world with a poem on the back of the bottle. So, you know, the, 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 the top is weighted, it's heavy, everything is unique. And that's a story coming together that needs to be told. And that's the same thing with all my brands. I need to tell that story. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's hop into these brands. Cause like, I know many people can't see them if you're listening to the audio, but I'll definitely say go to YouTube, but he has so many different options here. And I would love to dive into it a little bit more, you know, like first I got to ask, wait, which one is your favorite one? <laughs> It's a, if you ask me which is my favorite favorite of my six kids, it depends on the day, right? I'll be I'll be honest as far as that. I love them all, but I'm a mood, I call myself a mood drinker. It's what I'm in the mood for. Um, today it's nice out. I'm drinking my champagne. I'm drinking Bel Air. 
Uh, you know, it, it's, I'm a mood drinker. It's what I, what am I feeling at that moment? I don't drink based on food pairing. I never have, I never will. I drink based on what do I feel like drinking? Gotcha. Cause I was actually going to ask that, like, what do you recommend as far as like pairings with so many options from your belly rosé, your McQueen to your bamboo. And we got it, the top notch here. It's from the Lux all the way down. My, my goal, DeAndre, with all my brands is I want to win on taste. And the goal of all the brands is if you can drink mine straight, even no, no ice, that's a great brand. Because once you start mixing them, it's even better. Meaning, so if you take my rum and if you like rum and Coke, if you like a pina colada, if you like a Mai Tai, if you like a dark and stormy, it's bamboo. Uh, if you like gin and tonics, if you like um, a martini, a gin martini, if you do it the way Wiz does it and just take shots, that's your brand. So, but at the end of the day, I tell everybody, just try it straight. And hopefully you don't like that category because that's even better. Because I want the people who are like, you know what? I don't like gin. I'm not a huge gin fan. I want you to try it because I think I can turn you. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I might have to check it out. I haven't tried the uh, McQueen yet, but I definitely will, you know, since I got it. (laughs) But I love them all, man. I appreciate it. But um, I did want to ask you, though, because given this time, right, we're kind of still in this pandemic, right? It's still a little unusual. You know, people kind of go out, kind of not. We got masks, no masks. So I would love to know, like, you know, what have you learned about yourself during this pandemic? Uh, whether you've been in isolation, you know, building your brand, and what are you looking to master? I think I'm so proud of the the way we've we when I say we as the company is has thought about what we need to be doing. So first and foremost, I, as I said, I keep using this word pivot. You know, when when stuff comes at you, you got to pivot. You know, when COVID hit, we pivoted, and it was. We, the first thing I did was I changed my name. If you, if, if I email you, it would have said on my signature, Brett, all in bearish. Cause I wanted everybody to know from the trade, the distributors, the retailers, the accounts, I'm all in, I'm going to do everything I possibly can to support you. I want my team to know and my company to know we're all in this together. We're going to go at this together. So to me, that was a powerful moment because you got to have, you know, and anytime you're felt with, dealt with adversity, what are you going to do? How are you going to react? How are you going to change? So it was everything from, you know, helping our, all our accounts who did never had, you know, Instagram accounts or didn't have social media promote it, getting all our celebrities to promote those accounts, helping create assets to do uh, 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 curbside pickup and delivery, um, doing Zoom calls with all our, we zoom didn't exist. You know what I mean? So we, I had calls with distributors, hundreds and hundreds of people on to accounts, hundreds of people on, I want them to know we're here to support them. What do they need from us? How can we help? But I think that whole thing in a nutshell is what you got to do every day, you know, Mm -hmm. figure it out. What am I going to do? How am I going to get my team and everybody on board that we're all moving in a direction? Mm. I think that's crucial. And I know you mentioned that you said the word pivot a couple of times, and I'm glad you did, because I feel like a lot of times as young entrepreneurs or just people in in life, right, going through their careers, you know, whether it's through parenting, through their job, and they have a hard time understanding when to pivot and when to persevere. And I feel like you've kind of got that under wraps when it's like, okay, if you hit a wall, right, and if something happens, it's like, okay, well, let me reassess. Let me see, did I get further than that? 
got, you know, two steps back prior or did I not? And I feel like a lot of times people don't understand how to pivot or how to persevere. No. And I think the harder part is, and I tell this to my team all the time, you can justify anything. Mm-hmm. You can justify any spend, any marketing, any event, any promotion, anything. Uh, you can justify having me on, but at the end of the day, the key is not to justify. The key is to be critical because would you do that again? Is there a better way to do it? Could I have done it differently? Should I not do it again? Like that's the stuff that I live. I, I try to promote because it's not about justifying. It's, it's about being critical and saying, you know what, uh, should I have pivoted? Should I have pivoted? Um, but I think that's a lesson I, I, I try to think about every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope a lot of people, you know, take that in consideration. Someone like Brett Bearish understands the game and he knows when to pivot, when to persevere. So on top of that, since we're going down this path, like, you know, how did you learn how to block out the noise? You know, because whether it's from people telling you, no, don't do this, or you saying, man, IRS after me, like, how did you just, you know, lock in and be like, all right, this is it. I, I believe in myself. I think I can, I think the, I think your will is the strongest thing in the world. It's half the battle. You can will yourself. You can will other people to get on your team. You got to believe in it. And I believe in this. So to me, it's some people I've heard people say, I'm very passionate about what I'm doing. To me, it's just normal. Like I, I love what I'm doing. I'm in it. I, I, I want this feeling, but I, I think more importantly to answer it differently I make mistakes every single day. So it's not that I'm making the right decisions. I'm, I'm just learning constantly from what I'm doing, that there's a better way. There's another way. There's a different way. Let's, let's constantly keep trying to improve on it. I tell a story. I was watching a TV show and it was a comedian on, and it made me realize business and, and improv to me are, are a, a beautiful business can learn from improv. When a comedian's on the stage, DeAndre, and he tells a joke one night, he sees how the audience reacts to it. And then he manipulates that joke a little bit the next night. And the audience reacts a little bit more. And then he manipulates it again the next night. And he's constantly trying to improve on it. And that to me is business. There's not one way there's a way to maybe you can make it a little bit better, or maybe you should make it a little bit different. Or you know what, maybe the joke wasn't funny, just kill it. Like that's hard too. just kill it. But it, to me, business is, a, is like improv. And, and I think there's a lot to say in that. Mm, that's very interesting. You're right. Because when I do, you know, watch comedians and they're going through their trials and tribulations of trying to find and land the best joke, they don't know it's going to be the best joke until they say it. Right. And whether right. or not the crowd tells them, oh, that was funny. Otherwise, they're just like, well, I guess on to the next thing. And I feel like a lot of people have a hard time trying to get over that hurdle because I feel like a lot of people want to impress, you know, upon people and make that great first impression. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a solid, you know, factor to consider, but also being rooted in yourself, like knowing who you are. And if something doesn't work out, don't beat yourself up, but also pick yourself up and say, you know what, I'm gonna try again, you know, next time and, I got it. And that's what we're doing every day. But the big picture answer is I, I believe in my brand's. I know they're better than everyone else's in the categories they compete in. So I, I need to get that out. I need to share that with everybody. So if, if, if the product wasn't good, I'd have, a, I couldn't do this. I couldn't right. do it. Right. Right. So what do you want to be remembered for? You know, when it's all <laughs> said and done, right. When, when Brett is like, all right, I'm done making the Luke Bel-Airs, the Bumboos, like what, what do you want 
to have happen? I think it's a good question. I think two things. I want these brands to live forever. I want them to be iconic. I want them to, I want them to be around for a hundred years. Uh, um, I want that. I, I think the second is a more personal one, which is I want to see my ideas work. I, I, it, to me, it tells the younger version of me that you can do it. Meaning if you have an idea, I, I wish we had this when I was 19 years old. I wish I would be listening to other people and their stories uh, and giving me confidence. Um, so to me, it, it, it tells me that that 16 year old kid who thought he should do 100% agave tequila back in high school, which was 30 years before everybody else. And I, I, I wish I, uh, my dad would have said, Brett, that's a great idea. Let's go do it. Um, but that didn't happen. So I, I just, for every time, one of these ideas, I want to see them work because it tells me, you know, anybody, it gives me hope that other people can do it too. Mm. Boom. Just like that, man. I, I feel like you killed a podcast, Brad. I don't know what else to ask you, man. <laughs> anything goes, anything goes. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I love it. I love it. And so with that, because you, you've been in business for a while, you work with so many different celebrities and influencers and uh, so on and so forth. Like, what's been the biggest gem uh, that you've actually obtained from those you collaborate with? Like, what's one thing that's like, ah, that was it? One of the, I have this series that I do called Self-Made, where I interview influencer, I interview celebrities, business people, musicians. Um, I'm all, the one thing, and I always take bits and pieces, I learn from them. I learn, I learn, I learn. Um, and uh, the one area that I always thought was interesting is in the music space. If you asked any artist, their biggest commercial success song did they think it was going to be? 100% of the time, it's no. They never expected it. They never knew it. It was the one they hated the most. And to me, that just, it always reinforces this idea, you got to try things because you don't know. And if you overthink it, it's too much. So to me, I, I, this is the nuggets I get. Like there's some, there's a, there, you can cut through there. Like, and I'm telling my team all the time, try things, try things. If you fail, don't worry about it. Just try it though, because it may work. So that to me, everything we've ever tried, Blue, Bel Air Blue is an example. I think you got a bottle. I see the case. I, they got the case, but no bottle. I got everything else but the blue. That sucks. <laughs> um, but Bel Air Blue, people thought we were nuts. You can't come out with this. This is this you sh this is, doesn't exist. This is this is completely different. It's off the realm. Mm. I think we we created this six years ago. I finally said let's do it this past year. I stopped listening to everybody. It's the single hottest brand in the country, Winer Spirit. Yeah, gotta put it out there. Put it out there. You gotta try. Right. You never know what's gonna happen. So that's my. That's my, you know, the, the success based on just, you know what, don't listen, let the consumer decide. Right, right. That's the best way to go about it. You know, let the results speak. The results going to tell you everything. Correct. Right. They can stand by that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, my mind goes in various places when I'm sitting down with people like yourself. And I'm so curious to know, like, what are you most thankful for? Oh, what am I most thankful for? <laughs> I, it's, it sounds corny. It's my mother. I, I, mm. You need everybody needs you got to have at least one person in your corner who's supporting you, who believes in you, who when sh bad shit happens is there for you. 
never says stop, just says keep going, keep, keep trying. So for me, it, it, it's her, you know, this, this, this person in your corner who just believes and I needed that. Um, so I'm thankful to have someone like that. Uh, and it just happens to be her. So uh, you need that. You need that. You need that. You need someone just, you know, it's like being a boxer. You've got your, you know, your, 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 uh, the guy, you got, you got your trainer in the corner who's just telling you, you got to get back out there. This is what you do. Uh, that's what I had. I love that, Brett. I love that. And I know, uh, shout out to mom, first off you know, for everything. And she's, she's, she's 92 years old. She rollerblades every day. She wears our shirts, our hats, our sweatshirts. She yeah. has her own business cards. <laughs> she go up to anybody and everybody uh, and, and talk to them about our brands. She's, you know, I, 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 Nipsey Hustle told me, Brett, you got to, you know, I learned early. I just got to pop my trunk. And I said, what does that mean? He says, <laughs> I got to go to the corner and pop my trunk and sell my goods. Yeah. You know, you got to do that. And I learned that. Just get it done. I used to call, she and I used to call liquor stores just to have them hear us ask, do you have Ace of Spades? Because I wanted them to hear the name. You know, I just, it would all day long, just call stores, call stores, <laughs> call stores. You got to just pop your trunk and make it happen. I love that. Hey, that's a fact, man. That's a big fact. <laughs> but, you know, given, you know, so much success, everything you've accomplished uh, so far, and I know you're not finished yet. I can see it in your eyes. I can hear it in your voice. Like, what's next for Brett Bears? Like, what are you looking to push outside of Luke Belair? Do we got another addition coming to the family or what we, we got going? We, it, um, it goes back to that kid, that the kid <laughs> who has if I run out of ideas, I'll stop, but I have other things I want to do. I've got two new brands. I hope to come out this year in two new categories. I think we'll have maybe two more every year for the next few years. Um, and I'm just as excited about, it feels like we just started. It literally feels like it's still day one. It's still, we're still on, we're not, we're just on the runway right now. Um, uh, but I'm excited for the new brands. I'm excited to see how they grow uh it's hard it's i tell our distributors in our trade it's hard growing a new brand you know it's not a legacy um but boy if it works it becomes a legacy and that's what you want boom and there you have it ladies and gentlemen i love that answer brett i love that and so i would love to know because everyone else is probably like can't wait for this answer like where can they find you where can they support where can they buy all these bottles that we got <laughs> you um you can uh, the bigger brands that have been around, hopefully you can find it everywhere, like a Bel Air and, and Bamboo. The smaller ones are still young, McQueen and Vion. Um, check, you can hit us directly, me, Brett Bearer, CEO on Instagram, uh, uh, Instagram, official Bel Air, original Bamboo, McQueen and the Violet Fog and Vion France. Uh, uh, Get it all. Supporters want to be supporting, hit us. Uh, if you have ideas, hit us. If you love our brands, please tell me. I get motivated by that beyond belief. There's nothing better than having somebody say, I know your brand. I love your brand. It's, it's, it, it'll never get old. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry. I'll put all the information down below in the description, but make sure you go follow and check them out. And Mr. Rarish, I just want to say thank you so much. I don't want to hold you up. I know you got a lot of important things to do. And I just I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink. Yeah, yeah, come on, we got we to gotta finish. I got to finish this bottle. <laughs> Everybody level up. DeAndre, thank you so much for the time. Absolutely. Love it. 
Keep supporting. Let's go. Everybody starting a business. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. It's the most success, more love and prosperity to everybody. Salute. Salute. Thank you. Absolutely. And so until next time, ladies and gentlemen, much love, peace and blessings. Yo, what's going on, gang? Hopping back into the podcast. Look, I just want to say I hope you enjoy that episode as much as I enjoy creating it for you, as I truly appreciate the love and support since day one. And if you did enjoy this conversation, it will mean the world to me. If you left a five-star rating and review on iTunes or Spotify, let me know your thoughts about the show. Um, also, make sure you tap in with us on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. And also hit up Brett as well. You know, check him out on Instagram at Brett Barris CEO. I will put all that information down below in the description so you can go ahead and hit the link and tap in. But, you know, look, I hope you enjoy your week. You know, we started off Monday, right? Uh, hopefully we got some laughs in there. Hopefully we learned something about building a brand, you know, making connections, you know, leveling up overall. And listen, if this did provide some value to you, as always, please share it, you know, share it with your family, share it with your friends, you know, and tell them to share it with some friends and family so we all can level up together. But uh, with that being said, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you all. And until next time, much love, peace and blessings. <laughs>